We're recording a podcast right now, Michael. <laughs> Stop reading your fucking email. Like, I don't even bring my phone to the table. You brought your whole goddamn computer. He's got a tower set up. He brought his monitor, his Razer keyboard and mouse. Do you want? He's over here with his gaming headset <laughs> on, playing some PUBG. None of this is true. None of it. Mike, stop screaming. Put the knife down. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. How many Airbud movies are there? I mean, it's like three. Does he play basketball in all of them, or is it like soccer? Let's start over. Hey, Mike. We don't want to... So, I, I do have kind of a... You have a criticism? Already. We do need to, like, come up with a... Uh, An intro. Something that you say every time. I hate it with people that, like, overact it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's like, welcome to Toast to This. Like, something like that, where yeah. we talk about this, yeah, blah, like, blah, blah. And you always have to say the same welcome thing. Welcome to Hot Ones. Welcome where the wings are hotter, and, and the, the questions, questions are even hotter. Where the questions are semi-mild, and the wings <laughs> are actually... Hot wings. Welcome to Hot... <laughs> Welcome the to the ones what? where the wings are <laughs> here and, and my boyfriend's hot. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Just me and Justin making fun of fucking <laughs> other people's tags. Welcome we to wings. Well, welcome to wings. Welcome to the wing ones where, where, the, the, where the questions have wings and, and my, my friends are father. hot. <laughs> so I'm not even drunk yet. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. I'm not even. <laughs> we need to try to finish each other's sentence. Welcome no, to Hot Ones, where the wings <laughs> are hot. <laughs> nice. Can't even get through a fucking joke. <coughs> the coffee went in the wrong hole. Cough, that's why they call it coffee. You cough when you're drinking coffee? Yeah. You were coffee a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> What are we toasting to today? We're toasting to an ability to talk to other humans. Starting small today. Cheers, Justin. Yeah, cheers. Why are you on coffee right now? Because you bought me a coffee. I'm I drinking a triple Belgian, an 8% triple Belgian provided by Brookfield Beer Farm. So you drink one of those and that means I have to drink like three shock tops. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The, we also we have Lefe, the blonde here. I love it. Lefe, the blonde. The blonde. Lefe, the blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love Belgian. It's all. It's a Belgian day today. Blonde of hair. All right, stop. Stop it. You ever seen Game of Thrones? I have, but you're doing... You ever seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, but what you're doing is not Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, there's the part where Eddard Stark, and he's looking through the book, and it's like, Robert Baratheon, brown of hair. And then it's like, other Baratheon, brown of hair. Season one? Yeah, dude, season one. Are you watching that? I'm getting... Yeah, dude. I'm starting you're over. You're re-watching it. I'm starting over. I need 65 to 65 hours of content. Here we come. Are you serious? Yeah, man, because she hasn't yeah. seen it. Yeah, man. The, it's <laughs> you, a... You're, uh, you're like wiping the tears from your eyes? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. man. It's a great series, dude. I'll watch it again. It is. It is. Fuck. I, I, I remember the first couple of seasons of that uh, show. It's a, show. I, it's I, a TV I was, show. I was trying to like fool my way through <laughs> it. Like, Mike, you haven't actually... Seen, like, it's not a movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show. Yeah, totally. It's a TV. Yeah, you know. yeah I know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah I know because I've seen it all. Yeah, obviously, it's, a TV. it's on HBO. <laughs> no, uh, I just remember the first three seasons, like locking myself in my dude. Yeah, just locking myself in my room. But but yeah. dude, that's crazy. Like the uh, how long ago that was? I think I watched forever. the first two or three seasons in like 2012. I'm yeah. It's the kid the kid that plays Brandon Stark or Bran or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, Bran. He's like I, I don't know how old he is now. He's probably like 16 or 17, but he was like 8 when they started. Harry Potter syndrome. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. That's nuts, dude. Daniel Radcliffe. Little Dan. Dude, but no, he, he went from like boy to man. That's crazy. He, it like uh what's the they call it um it's like when you're ugly as a kid and then you grow up into like a hot a hot boy. They call it um Pulling a Neville. Pulling a what? Pulling a Neville or long bottoming. Because Neville Oh, oh, true. Oh, the, yeah, that, that <coughs> fucking... Because he's hot as shit. He also fixed one. his teeth, yeah. so when you can pay for your teeth. Yeah. And un, un- UK all un- of the UK money them. from the first five movies to pay for his <laughs> fucked up teeth. <laughs> I mean, they were bad. They pulled him directly at... He moved to New York City from London, and they fixed it when he crossed the border. It was free. It was free. <laughs> free dental. Welcome to America. You need this. You're not going to get You'll anywhere. never with, fit in. Nowhere with that mouth. Anyway, it was toasted dental hygiene. Are we doing toasted dental hygiene? Cheers, Justin. Can we toast twice in one episode? Toast to brushing our teeth twice a day. Twice a day? 
Twice a day. It's Three all times a day. Yeah, that's very American. That's nice. I don't. I brush my teeth once. I a don't day understand sometimes. why there is even bad hygiene over there. I don't get it. Why is that like a? St- is is it a stigma or is it not, really like? You know, we could we could pull in a, an expert if we we want. could. We'll save that for another day. We'll talk have about him come in for ten seconds and talk about why his teeth are shit. Does hey, he buddy. ever talk about it? Why his teeth are shit? I think he. We've had a conversation. Tom. Does lives, he think his Tom, teeth are shit? Englishman lives here. He could tell us about. Does he think his teeth are shit? I don't think he thinks his teeth. His teeth aren't really shit, but he's. English. So he's a shit person. So he's a shit mouth. He's a sh- <laughs> anyway, let's what war were we talking about earlier? Um we were gonna toast to and let me just get We some, don't have to toast to everything. Yeah, well no, we talked about it. No, what do you mean? Do you mean topic, Game of Thrones so or do you mean what's uh, the weird so what's like the weirdest social interaction that you've had with a stranger? I would say it's probably somebody that doesn't get it actually I would say that this is across the board. Anybody that either... I, actually, this is weirder than people that don't get my jokes. People that get my jokes too late, consistently. You ever think maybe you're just not very funny? No, I know I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to tell me all the time... No, really though, I I mean, I would. I think I'm funny. I think my friends think I'm funny. For the most part, that, what, if I've learned anything from my dad, it's like make a joke at like any every possible. Yeah. But I, I do, And I, I would say statistically shit. I hit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think I have a pretty good track record myself, but but I believe in, in quantity over quality. Oh, yeah. And, and sometimes well, the, go- the quantity is quality. If you're going for a high number, you got less chances. I call it, it's, it's the Jack Black conundrum. It's released 300 <laughs> albums and maybe you'll have four good songs. <laughs> I like Jack Black. Me too, but he's got like four good songs. That's Kyle's fault. Kyle? Kyle Gass. Kyle Gass had anything to do with Jack Black? What am I talking about? Tenacious D? I'm talking about Jack White. It's oh, the Jack so White Oh, so you've confused Jack conf- White with Jack Black. I understand. You've confused Burger King with Ruth Chris. As if you can't possibly see how that could that confusion could be made based Maybe, on their names. Yeah, why don't you confuse Steven Spielberg with, like, John Williams? I don't know what that. I'm, I don't know. Where <laughs> that's I'm a, going that's that. a really yeah. They, you can pull from that. I sure. don't know where I'm going with that. They're both good <laughs> in their own right. I don't even no, know, I don't who know John what, Williams is. You know who John Williams is? No. Are you joking? Who is that? You don't know who John Williams is. We He's can have, we can do this all fucking day. He's if a you composer. Want. Okay. We don't have time. <laughs> Got about an hour twenty. <laughs> all right. He's a film composer. He he did everything from like Jaws to Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Every single theme that you know and love. Okay. Harry Potter. I mean, I've heard the name before, but I couldn't like tell you what he did off the top of my head. I would say out of all the composers, he's like probably the best at memorable themes. Okay. And he's like yeah. 90 and he's still working. He's, yeah. I think he actually he's like anywhere from like 86 to 89. I actually kind of want to double check that. But yeah, I, I, I was talking to my buddy Alex the other day about that. Mm-hmm. He's a composer. He's a big John Williams fan. He, he was saying uh, at any moment, like he could die. That's a shame. That's sort of like how we felt about Stan Lee, and then mm, right, thirty-two. Man, born in nineteen thirty-two. I thought you were gonna say he's thirty-two. He's eighty-six. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, dude, he has dude, he has so much music. Dude, the yep, Jurassic Park as well. If you talk about his Grammy, not his Grammy nominations and wins go back to like sixty-two. He won Jaws mm-hmm. in seventy-five, and then from there it was like Close Encounters, Superman, all these main titles. Like the then you start with like Star Wars in eighty-one, Raiders of the Lost Ark in eighty-two, like E.T. E- e- um, but if I confused him with Steven Spielberg, that'd he, be okay. He wrote the Olympics theme like back in the day. Uh, he wrote. Do you, I mean he wrote a lot of things. He wrote like twentieth uh, century. Fox, oh, that brum, brum, brum. I think he did DreamWorks as well. Do you know? Do you know DreamWorks? No, I don't know what the theme is off the top. It's of my the, head. but it's the, it's the moon with like the. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, he he's written a lot. I man. only know that because I've seen Shrek like forty six times. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Hook, Saving Private Ryan. Amistad. Some good shit. Harry Potter, Catch Me If You Can. Memoirs of a Geisha, which is fucking crazy. Welcome to our new podcast within a podcast. Where, <laughs> where are we talking about? Where just, Mike talks we about. We just read whatever the Mike fuck jerks John off to fucking John Wayne. <laughs> Anyway, I'm surprised you don't know who he is. He's probably the most I've heard his acclaimed name composer on earth. <laughs> Film composer, sorry. Yeah. I had to specify. Well, now that I've been thoroughly shit on for like what feels like you're a better musician than me i think that you deserve it yeah well i'm an asshole 
for agreeing with me just now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think like I don't. I'm bad at memorizing names, like people, like things, the names of people that did shit. I don't know. Like I mean, I could sing. Like I just demonstrated that I can sing the themes from movies. Like True. If you, but I don't. I don't know. They. It never really occurred to me to look up who wrote them for some reason. Did any of that ring a bell though? That like, oh yeah, that guy wrote that. None of it. Oh yeah. Wait. What do you mean? Well, when I mentioned all those movies, like none of that. Did any of that ring a bell? Like, oh, that's John. Yeah, for sure. No. Okay. I mean, I know. I don't all know if I was themes. making any connection. Yeah. You no, still don't know who the fuck he yeah, is. Yeah, no, I know who he is now. <laughs> now I'm, I have a pretty good understanding of who John Like, you're like, is. Empire Strikes Back, like, never heard of it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> you just, you said the word Jurassic Park and I made up this theme song and I guess it fit? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it just gotta fit. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to the social. Uh, Didn't want to get off topic there, but yeah, people... I, I'm I'm more weirded out by people that don't actually that that don't get my joke right away. It's like it, it triggers at a weird time, and I'm like, where did you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like my first thought is like, I don't understand why why someone just like waits seconds and it like either either I don't know if it's them or like I, I feel like I want to attribute it to their upbringing or something like that. Yeah, I, I remember like growing up and being a kid, and you'd have those kids who are just sort of weird that you'd meet like not in school but like outside of school, and it'd be like this is just a weird kid, and it took like growing up and realizing that like oh they're probably like homeschooled or they're probably like and i've had some homeschool friends which you f i feel like you're now describing yeah yeah, yeah. i have had a few too i could tell some stories yeah. but like uh it's just like a lack of like social awareness sometimes like they're just quiet at like the wrong moments or like laugh too long and yeah or actually even weirder when they laugh at my joke for the wrong reason yeah and then they tell they recite yeah. it back to me with the wrong reason <laughs> like, i'm like oh, i'm like because the, yeah, and I'm like, like no. I'm like, yeah, also, but I, I'm a, I'm more of a yes, also, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's like, well, this also works. Uh, yeah, I'm like, guess that's that's kind of a that's weird way to think funny. about it, but also, you know, this is really what I meant, but I don't let them know that. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what a weird situation I'm in. Oh, this is terrible. Can I leave? <laughs> I don't know. It, and it feels like a lot of the times they're like Christian homeschooled kids. I don't, don't want to bash like, the Christian. That's what I, I mean. But I, I do. But you <laughs> I had a friend who played drums in a band for me for a long time, actually. And he was like, he was homeschooled and he's like super Christian and just like really out of touch in, in the craziest of ways. Like he, he would never cuss ever, which I, I respect that. Like that's totally fine. But he got like really uncomfortable when people would cuss around him. Like, to the point that, like, if you said anything, he would just, like, shut up for, like, an hour. He wouldn't say anything. He was praying for you. He'd be, like, offended to the core. <laughs> oh, he must He was been. making up for it. Yeah, he was He was asking God for forgiveness for <laughs> Please me. Please save Justin. Please save my friend. Please save him. He fucked up big time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but all that was going on in his head. <laughs> he, that's, that's why it took an hour. He's like... Justin fucked oh. <laughs> oh my god no I had a I had a um I would say I had a very good good friend that was like that growing up and uh he, one of the people that were like f you know changing everything to like frick oh <laughs> oh heck <laughs> yeah no like oh beans freaking idiot like yeah. stupid dumb butt and I'm like I'm like you're 18 <laughs> you know what I mean I I'm thought like, you were describing an 8 year old I'm like oh you're prepared for college cool saying nice. dumb butt and, and uh, enjoy that freaking idiot nice <laughs> Like, yeah, like your teachers are gonna like oh, use yeah. real cuss words <laughs> you know I mean? like if they haven't already like even in high school like teachers are using cuss words they didn't give a shit yeah i just i just find that so funny not that cussing is like you know because i i honestly think the older i get the cussing makes you sound stupid but it, it does i mean if you can't find better words but i mean yeah. i had the worst vocabulary on earth but um, I, I pride myself in my vocabulary but i still choose to say fuck like all the time. Yeah. Well, it's a very impactful yeah. word. It it's not. It used to be. It's not anymore. Not anymore. No, I think there's there's few words that pack a punch anymore. Is like I can think so of four, and I don't want to say any of them. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> like immediately, I, I, got I think triggered. we can all think of them. But you don't say them because they pack too much of a punch. They do. Yeah. Um, but the one that I that I do say and that still packs a punch is cunt. I hate that word. You, so much. I know. It I don't works, want it. See, don't say it. You hate it that much. Yeah. But you'll say dick. I will say dick. Big old dick. Sexist. Big old dicks. You are bullshit. I am. I'm full shit. You're a goddamn bullshit. I just feel bad. I don't know why. It yeah. I don't know. It's society's fault. It's 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 the matriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. It's real. It is very real. The matriarchy is real. So is the Illuminati. That's why we need Meninists. So is yeah. Why yeah. Why do we? What? What? <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm getting a call from God. Hold on. One sec. God. 
It's for you. It's for me. I'm done with this joke. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me. Hello, God. Weird, weird people. How many homeschool friends did you have? Um, friends is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Um, I I probably like three or four. Sorry, as a kid, were you forced to hang out with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like three or four. Well, no, nah, I'd say like three. Okay, because there's one that I like you see from time to time, but we weren't like pals or i didn't i wasn't forced to hang out with him he's just there sometimes it's funny because i would find a homeschool kid to be even nah it's a social problem it's that they're not socialized it's the public school thing i'm trying to think that they would be like even smarter because they got to do things that like i didn't get to do they got to like spend oh, man, time about doing social development like yeah I, I i spent like so many years of my life talking shit about like american public schools but like the, with the problems that they have i think that as a kid you need to be exposed to other kids and like learn shit through experiences and in that like developing part of your life and i say this as a father <laughs> i say this as a father of three that um i really think that 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 developmental stage of your child's life is really important beautiful kids you have yeah. all three beautiful all three children that i have we haven't yet stated their gender because this whole thing's a joke but <laughs> well they don't all girls i don't believe in gender all girls and Boy, they used yeah. to be boys <laughs> I'm sorry. castrated right out of the womb. right out of the womb um <laughs> Three different moms. <laughs> Praise be to him. I had this one friend that was like, every time going to his house, it was like he didn't know how to like be a, a guy like in high school. It was where actually not high, in middle school. And I always me and my me and my sister were like be, were friends. Like it was like we were the parallel. It was like I was friends with the brother, and the sister was friends with the sister. Yeah, okay. and we were the same age, but they mm -hmm. were both homeschooled, and we were both public schooled. And we'd spend like a whole day like playing. And I, I, I like now looking back at it. I felt like we were the uh, um, we were the exposure. Yeah, is what it felt like. And they're cool now. I mean, like I've seen them kind of develop through you know Facebook and stuff like that. It's like you yeah. know they're they're normal people. Well, now. yeah, maybe homeschooling is different now because as long as the kid has access to like media and the internet. But like when I was a kid, like you had like cartoons, but there wasn't like there's like AIM chat. I guess an MSN, but it oh, wasn't Facebook. Man, I have a good, not a good. It's not a good story. I don't have any good stories. But I was a Catholic boy. Yeah, child. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um. Yeah. I mean, after the because as a, as a kid being raised in the Catholic Church, not raised in a Catholic Church, just in the Catholic setting. It's like yeah, it's like getting getting you get confirmed by like I guess the age of thirteen or mm -hmm. whatever it is. I never did my confirmation actually. You were a Catholic too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you basically have a confirmation teacher. It's like split into groups and like mm -hmm. kind of all that stuff through like the Sunday school stuff. And then all of a sudden, like once you're old enough, you have like confirmation groups, and then like you actually get inducted like through you know with a cardinal or whatever. He comes to your local church, and they do the whole confirmed in the Catholic Church BS, whatever it is. But anyway, I was at this group, this lady's house, and uh, it was it was like so funny because I was like one of those kids like learning about religion that would ask the worst questions, where it's like, "Is Jesus God? Is God? G I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why do we pray to both? What the heck? What's going on?" And like. I, and they would, I would just ask these questions. They're just like, they're, they're full answers with like any of my questions were like, because just because, and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't line up. Cool. <laughs> but, um, I just remember one of the, uh, like this was kind of my big realization about just this overly Christian family that was like, I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> Which is when she, uh, the lady was like, yeah, I don't let any of my kids watch TV. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like I don't let my, she also said, I don't let my children watch the news when i was 13 like 9 11 was kind of fresh in my head i was like there's shit going on out there <laughs> they might want to know about this yeah. stuff <laughs> it was so weird like i wonder if there are kids who like never heard about 9 11 until they're an adult right yeah dude that's I, dude right. like I, my parents like explained it to me like when they picked me up from school dude, no i remember that it day, was like, like this is happening and this I was is six and i remember isn't that crazy yeah yeah i remember i remember exactly <clears throat> what class i was in mm -hmm. and like what grade i was i was in sixth grade i don't know what age that makes me uh well we grew i mean we were both in the dc area too so it was like oh yeah well, we like, got the whole sniper thing too oh, you fuck, remember that yeah, dude, I remember the sniper dc sniper crazy. was crazy um but anyway yeah that that's sort of like mindset where i'm like you like even as like a 13 year old kid i was like this is fucked up like you're gonna fuck these kids up and i know them i know them through other people now like mm -hmm. they are dubbed through other people as like i don't know them personally so but what, i know people are that are that know up? yeah they're like weird they're just like yeah. yeah there's something off about them and i'm like probably because they don't get it and <laughs> they still have kids now that yeah anyway it's just it's just weird the one uh, that i 
he's just the one that I grew up with is just like and this isn't even really a bad thing he's just overly positive about everything and I don't know what that might just be a Christian <laughs> mindset he's just like I got no worries at all like well, <laughs> yeah like I'll be fine I I'm believe good. in the Lord he, but he's uh, I don't know it's it's off-putting to be around him like they like he doesn't have any issues with like what's he, going on I don't know he doesn't talk about it and I don't talk to him I just see his shit on social media now and it's like that's it's, that's super weird he'll just post like a, a video of him like doing a kickflip and it's, at what age at, he's, he's 23 now <laughs> oh, okay. but he, he's just like doing a kickflip and it's, it's like yeah <laughs> great day in the sun and that's the caption and that's so like, weird there you go man he's got seen college um so when i knew him he played drums in my band and i knew the neighborhood that he lived in because we practiced there a few times and from what i can see in the videos on instagram Still in the same place. <laughs> but uh, maybe he just goes over there to kickflip. You know, <laughs> that's his spot. That's his kickflip spot. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, um, thinking about college, cause I'm like, what you were saying is like, you know, you shit on public school for a while. I, like, my, I have a mutual friend that's like, explain to me that college is like BS. And, and I mean, it is yeah. unless you're, I've kind of my own personal look on college is like, you need to be like a doctor or a lawyer or something. That's like, how like, I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. CPA, something like counting related, like whatever. It's gotta be something like that where I'm like, yeah, you really need to know some shit. Otherwise it's, it's, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you need to pass these tests. Otherwise you're going to fuck shit up in the well, so world. Let, like, but, let's explain the dynamic here too. Cause you, we both are in audio. I would hope, I hope yeah. that I talked to you out of college. Um, it had something to do with it i hope well you were there when the whole when the decision was being made we like we were talking but okay it was but i did go to i went to college i mean Mm -hmm. my my own personal experience with college is if we're just on taking a side tangent is i went i did the whole i mean i really wanted to like make my parents proud and it was like college is like a big deal for me but like the real take from college is not what i learned in college the real take was networking overall but Mm -hmm. i was lucky to get into a college that i really wanted to go that i i didn't really want to go to i honestly just wanted to go because it was in tropical weather like subtropical weather it was in savannah georgia i went to scad like savannah college of art and design i don't rep the school at all i mean it is what it is like there's people that were great that came out of it and there's there's tons of people that come out of it that don't know what the fuck they're doing that's just always going to be the case right right and especially when you're doing an arts degree i mean it really is hit or miss and i mean you really just have to be talented not just talented but you need to be able to be a human and like talk to people and be sociable which is like the more important take of Mm. college is to understand how to network and networking is not just like hey here's my number hey here's my business card yeah, like that's no. not networking networking is being networking like, is hustling yeah well not just that <laughs> but like understanding in your head like silently that like this person can help me later yeah you yeah. know what i mean just learn or learn quietly learning from like people that you surround yourself with like that's that's like kind of the subconscious networking is like mm-hmm. you know making the friends early on that you find to be like very talented or like yeah. that can yeah that really have a big impact on you while you're there i can preach about networking all day yeah and a lot of that's yeah. like the shit that happens outside of class and the shit that happens like when you're you know people are doing their internships and you learn even if you didn't do the same internship as them or like one's better than another like you talk about what happened that summer it's like you know what you learned and like things that are going on and it's like Mm -hmm. that sort of shit translates like into a career and and then when you're in your career like you start to talk about different walks of life you meet other people that what they learned when they were doing other stuff and working for different places it that sort of stuff carries over that's not taking a test (laughs) that's you know completely like side different so that's i mean that's an experience that you can get whether you go to college or not right but i do think that there's something to be gained from going to a school like that and like i can say so i produce music but i am around people who went to school to produce music a lot and there's plenty of shit that they know that i don't know like sure that i i I mean and i could have taught myself and i had i mean everything that i know i taught myself or you taught me like it's just experimenting and figuring things out but i think that if i had gone to school it would have expedited the process so long as i applied myself and like learned the way that you're supposed to learn a leap off that mm-hmm. there was a grad program in our audio program we i studied audio by the way for those of you that don't know uh audio production doing studio stuff and doing like a lot of post a lot of working on things like film and, and music and and uh television and and games and uh the leap on that being expedited and like people that know things that you don't know that did go to college there was a master's program at my school and we would constantly interact with like the master's students the absolute worst 
people ever. I would say, to sum them up, they were mo- like they're assholes. They're right? horrible at what they do. Like oh. they are, they are super intelligent. They can answer questions faster. It's basically the to explain them. They were the bookworms that knew everything and could not apply it. It's like I heard so many things that they would do. Yeah, I heard so many projects. I heard so much. I heard music. I, I listened to uh, student films. I listened to student like television, like pilots. Like I, I, I watched so much stuff. It was garbage. Like I'm not talking like some. It was like a hundred percent of the grad students were complete garbage. And it was. And I remember interfacing with a lot of them. It was like they are just. They were know-it-alls. They were bookworms, and they were just dorks. They were just like they would. Ra- they. It's like they got off on knowing things and not doing anything with it. And I was like, what are you trying to become a teacher? Like yeah. not not a shit on teachers, but I'm like, you you only have one route to go by knowing everything and not being able to have a career with it by do mm-hmm. applying that shit. It's like just relaying it. You know what I mean? Te- teaching people that don't know that, you know, not that that's like a bad thing to do, but I mean, I would hope that most professors have been in any industry that they teach. You know what I mean? You would I, hope, yeah. Yeah, you would hope, but I mean, that's not always the case. And that's the sad thing about a lot of colleges is that sort of cycle that happens. But so like when you say that you, you know, you know, people that have this like leap ahead of you, mm-hmm. I would hope that now, you know, I, I still think that you, you still need to have a drive for like recording, but you also have to have an understanding of like what sounds good. It's like, cause there's been so many kids. I mean, I remember being in college. I was like the only person in my entire grade in four years that recorded in that studio and, and recorded yeah, a band. I recorded that. an entire yeah. album with, with guys. I engineered yeah. it and I mixed it and I, and I worked with them and they were all audio uh, two of them were audio guys but the album came out great it 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 sounded it wasn't like my best you know it wasn't a masterpiece but i'm yeah. like it sounded pretty fucking awesome it was clean i mean i was basically using chops it's funny i was using things that i learned from being in the studio with my own band not in college yeah i was applying things that i learned yeah. by looking over a guy's shoulder while being in a studio isn't mm-hmm. that weird and i got none of that come from, from college because i remember one of my classes the the professor being like this is the recording you know music arts class it was an elective it was not they didn't teach recording music because at that point in like 2010 and 2011 they were like this is not an industry that we think is something that should be like paid for and gone to school for if you want to learn music like go apprentice at a studio like that's because all those guys have done that stuff in LA they're like if you really want to do that go to Nashville like go do it like really like you'd be better off go apprenticing and that's kind of the thing that I'm relaying to you when like you were talking Mm -hmm. about going to college at one point I was like learn learn everything you can not being in college because these guys are in college and they're like you want to learn music we're not teaching it to you because if you want to go record music go go to a studio and learn how to record music yeah like you're gonna get way better by seeing a band every day you know what i mean vocalists come in you're gonna see musicians come in you're gonna learn way more doing that than you are here because that's sort of like uh it's it's exponential it's just like it's in your face all the time you're running into issues you're like dealing with problems and you're constantly doing things well that's just learning in the field versus learning in a class it's just better yeah that's it's like always gonna be better to be better and that's i mean the best school would be a school that puts you in in that situation like where you're actually dealing with the real problems instead of like like reading Here's a, a book perfect about situation how works. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> no situation is ever perfect. We can, I mean, like every single gig you go on, the most simple audio gig that you've ever done, there's still some mis- something you have to deal with. Like, yeah. it's never perfect. Like, if you someone si- walks up to you and says, "Here's this last minute thing," yeah. and, th- and gigging is not the same as being in a studio. Studio is more controlled. Sure. But like yeah. gigging when you're out on the field doing live audio, yeah, mm-hmm. someone's always gonna walk up to you and say, "Hey, can we add this?" And you're just and all you got you you. You can, you're the guy that saves the day by being, yeah, no problem. You, cause but those wheels are turning in your head being like, what do I have on me? And the that guy that, that the guy that learned in a classroom and like is only ever experienced the perfect situation. He's not going to know what the hell to do ever like that. <laughs> no, I know there's no, there's yeah. no fire in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're in a room that's got like, you know, this is the metaphors. Like there's fire extinguishers everywhere and you're never going to use one. It's like being in a, it's like being in a police academy with no bad guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's yeah. strange. So I, I would say that you had some kind of influence on my decision to yes so but yes. but the way that like the way that it worked for me is I went to school that'll be one hundred and twenty grand one hundred twenty grand that'll be one hundred and twenty thousand dollars that's about how much money you save you me can pay it in ones <laughs> all one <laughs> no, anyway. I'll to start my stripping career <laughs> I went to school out of state with this program called the academic common market which means if there's like a major outside of your state that they don't have in your state then you can get in state tuition out out of state so I went to West Virginia University for advertising and public relations because it's not offered in Maryland. It's like the, it was the club, 
something that I was vaguely interested in that allowed me to drive three hours from home and go to school. Like that's, for free? No, for in-state tuition. Gotcha. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, but that's a big save. I mean, that's a huge save. No, yeah, it is. In-state tuition in fucking West Virginia is probably Yeah, terrible. but I had no interest in West Virginia University, and I yeah. had minimal interest in advertising public relation. Like, it was, it was basically just an excuse to go off to college. Right. There was like, it's still, whether I saved a bunch of money, it's still a huge waste of money because I went for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> yeah, so I went and uh, first after first semester, I decided that I wanted to go to school for audio instead. So I started, I shifted gears and changed all my classes from major classes to like GEC classes, general education stuff, because the plan was to get these out of the way and then actually go to Savannah College of Art and Design because that was, it seemed like a really cool thing right. like i looked into it i wanted to go to full sale but full sale is like insanely expensive and stupid dude. it's like 60 grand a quarter yeah. or something some, i don't know what plus it is. they have no on on campus housing so you have to get an apartment yeah to go there but not um, a bad move though yeah <laughs> i was like you save more money doing that yeah shit. yeah but um yeah no then I, I i couldn't afford it still so i went to community college for a semester and then dropped out because i wanted to make music instead Good move. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. I in, in in doing all that, like I was teaching myself audio the whole time, and by the time I decided to drop out of school, like I was a competent engineer. And since right. then, I've only like I've only learned more. But I mean, really, compare yourself. Like, let's say the time that when you started getting a handle on like recording bands and like being really good at stuff. Think about the people that you know that actually went to school for mu- like specifically recording music, engineering in studios, and doing that like full time as a career. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what the number of people that are in your head. I know one person. Um, but what are they doing now? Well, he's... you don't have to say exactly what they're doing. Yeah. But are they are they in a studio every day recording music? No, no. He works in the music industry, but he's not. He and he owns his own studio and he does that kind of work on the side. But it's not his full time gig yet. He's trying to get there. I mean, just like everybody's trying to get there. But I mean, even still, it's one person out of hundreds of people. Right. I mean, I can the, think yeah. of the people that were in my classes. Uh, a lot of them turned into. A lot of a lot of them went into like a couple things, but I mean, checking in on Facebook, like a lot of them aren't doing a goddamn thing, <laughs> like yeah. nothing even close. And it's you know at that point you either go to L, you know after school you either go to L A and work in film or you work in uh, games for or sound design or, or sound design mainly, yeah. yeah. Or or you you know or do lo- there's location guys too, like guys that actually do on set stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think like one guy I know went to Nashville. What to do music? He actually ended up doing like dialogue editing. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, well, I mean, he got a lot in, of work doing it's in it his too. field. Like, if, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you can say that about uh, music or audio or any, literally any career ever. Like, the statistic of people that actually end up in a career that they went to school for is like right. remarkably low. Right, and that's that's actually the funny thing because nobody knows what the fuck they want to do with their life <laughs> when they're eighteen. Nobody knows. Don't go to college until you know what the fuck you want to do, and yeah. even then, maybe you shouldn't. I had to be like taught that, but it's like the really the benefit of like I wish that there was something that you could. You don't have to pay to go to it. It's like, that's what I need to make. I need to make the thing that's like college that costs significantly less than college. That's just like networking school. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the tuition I mean, for networking again, school? Again, I could preach about it, dude. You know? It's like, that's all that's important. You could be, you don't have to be the best person in the room to be the most successful if you know the right people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're be- no, you're like, better off being able to have conversations to and have yeah. people like you. So I did a show in, uh, there was this touring band who was coming through one time and hit hit me up in my band to do a- to, He hit you? He hit me. He came, He they actually he drove by in their van and, and struck you. punched me and kept going. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, but- but I learned a lot. <laughs> I'm better for it. I'm better for it. But uh, no, so he hit me up because they were looking for a show in the DC area and I had like rel- sort of a name. So he sent me a message and we hooked him up with a show. They ended up being really cool guys. They like, they actually crashed here that night because um, they didn't have anywhere to stay. Whatever. Like they came back again, like a few months later, we played another show with them. We ended up playing like three shows with them and they ended up being pretty good friends. Um, fast forward a year and my band's on tour. We were in uh, Louisville or Louisville. And however the fuck Louis, just say Louisville Louisville whatever Kentucky yeah I think it's the people in Louisville Lu- say Lu- Louisville it's because the people there don't know how to talk yeah Kentucky fuck yeah. you Kentucky fuck you Kentucky yeah so we're in Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky Oh. <laughs> hey! Oh! Oh! Got him! Got him! Um, Damn! Anyway. But uh, so this dude shows up to the show like while we were playing. He walks in, didn't stay like he he left, and while he was walking home, he called his friend and he was like, "Yo, I was just at this bar listening to this band." He he said that we sounded like Blink 
182, which hurt, which hurt me a little bit. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> you're like, ooh, in the but heart. He was, uh, but yeah, he was walking home. He called his friend. He was like, yeah, I was just at this bar. I heard this band sound like Blink 182. You should look them up. They're called Front Royal. And he was like, his friend ended up being Joshua Powell, the guy that we had been playing with for like a year. And he's like, oh shit, I know them. Go check them out. Say hi. Tell them you know me. So like, he came back, talked to us. Turned out he was like Josh's like best childhood friend. They grew up together. Oh wow. And then the dude's like, hey, you guys got anywhere to stay tonight? Like, come crash with me. So he he put us up in his ho- like in his hotel room in like the villa suite at the Hyatt Regency in, in Louisville <laughs> for the night, just because like Josh vouched for us and I was a friend of Josh's. You know, like can't learn friends, that in dude. college. Can't <laughs> learn that shit in college. Can't stay at the Hyatt Regency in college. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, it's, really. But really though, like, yeah, no man. There's it's, no class. People on, will help you. There is no class on how to get like I almost said get one over on people. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not the point of this. That's there's not no class on fucking people yeah, over. Exactly. There should be. That's law. <laughs> no. Yeah. But um uh yeah, no, there's no class on teaching you how to like just make friends on common ground or like how to not be a dick. You know what I mean? Or like how to recognize when you're being an asshole. When to be a yes man and when to be like strategic, like making choices and yeah. stuff like that. It's yeah, it's it's weird. It's important. Man. It's important it's, stuff. It's so weird. People never learn it. I think I think overall, uh in life that's if most people had that they'd get way farther than where they were i feel i i feel like you can you can jump light years if if you can talk i mean and just find common ground and find find someone that would like want to have a beer with you you know what i mean just talk for an hour or two yeah and that's it there are plenty of people i would like to have a beer with if you could have a beer with any one like famous person who would you have a beer with joe rogan joe rogan that's yeah yeah. he'd be good for conversation i would i would feel like i'd have nothing to nothing interesting to talk about actually no there's there's a couple things i'd probably ask him think so but yeah there's i mean i'd ask him about a lot of fear factor stuff oh yeah i'd ask him about his comedy career i'd ask him about a lot of stuff like that yeah a lot of his early or stuff not there's nothing i'd ask him about his podcast currently i mean I, yeah. I i might ask him like who his his favorite people are but i feel like watching him i i, I know some of his well joe rogan's people. a really interesting guy but i think his podcast is mostly like bringing on people who are really interesting and then he just knows yeah. the right questions to ask he he's he's looked at as uh it was he he went over on his own podcast that that uh i think he was talking to ben shapiro that eric weinstein or brett weinstein has dubbed him and jordan peterson and uh Ben Shapiro as and the Weinstein dude and Joe Rogan as, as, like all all of them is like the intelligent dark web what <laughs> because they're like the hardest to debate mm-hmm. all of them and Crowder I think Crowder's on there too they're What's... the hardest people Stephen Crowder they're the hardest yeah. people to win a conversation with they all have their fallacies Sam and stuff Harris like that. in there too Sam Harris is hundred yeah. percent in there yeah I love Sam um, Harris he's awesome yeah they're they're the hardest people to, to debate at like hundred percent we should try to get, get like, Rogan on this. <laughs> never happened. No, we should try to get Sam Harris or Jordan Peterson or like one of those podcast intellectuals and uh, just talk about fucking bullshit. Like, don't even know it. Actually, no, there's no podcast with Jordan Peterson and Rogan about like what they were before they were them. You know what I mean? I don't care about. No, but what I mean, I would. Yeah. I want to talk about like what do you like to do outside of yeah, constantly being I mean. interviewed. You know? Yeah, what I mean? like I want to have I want to have Sam Harris on this podcast and like just ask him about. Like his dogs. What kind of music do you like? Playing? Yeah, like what kind of music are you into? Can you dude? play guitar? Do you play guitar? And I'm a guitar. We'll have a, we'll have a jam <laughs> session, yeah. dude. Hey, I don't care. Get Can on you the sing? Kit. Here, you see, I'll, I'll play you sing. What song do you like? Record a cover song with Sam Harris. <laughs> I would love to do <laughs> He's that. He's like, I don't know how to sing. Like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> we have we have magical plugins. Half the plugins. people I have in this studio don't know how to sing. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. mean. <laughs> Like, I'll be honest, I haven't recorded anyone that knows how to sing. <laughs> Dude, he's like, I don't know how to sing. He'd that would be, like, be the most neither. fun interview ever. Could you imagine? Actually, that's a funny, that's a great idea for a podcast. I've had, I've had a couple YouTube ideas too. Yeah. But it would be great if you did an old podcast on recording, recording a song with people that don't know how to record music or people they don't who know are how to not sing. in music at all. They don't know how to do anything. Yeah, like, and you're, and you, the whole thing is like post processing and shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, editing. here's how I made this not sound like shit. <laughs> this is how I tricked Sam Harris into singing and <laughs> playing drums on this track. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had Sam, this. I, Sam Harris played drums. Jordan Peterson was on, on bass. <laughs> 
<laughs> ben Shapiro saying. Don't call it the dark, the dark web intellectuals. <laughs> this is gonna get a good hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> intelligent dark web. Yeah, intelligent dark web. The band. <laughs> I like it. It's gotta be metal though. Oh fuck yeah, dude! It'd be like Mashuga. I bet they could if they really applied themselves. They could do some crazy like melodic hardcore. I mean, if none of them knew how to play, it'll just sound like jazz fusion. So <laughs> <laughs> everyone's playing a different. Got time. him. <laughs> they'll line up eventually. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it just it's just really really complex meters. They'll figure it out. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the, our, this podcast is kind of like freeform jazz. Kind of. Right? Yeah, any, any conversation with two idiots is like freeform jazz. <laughs> I like how you uh, dubbed us that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be an idiot. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not. We're no Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson. I love. They, I remember. I think it was Brett or Eric. Yeah. There's Brett and Eric Weinstein, I believe. I don't know anything about the Weinstein brothers. So the, the Weinstein guy was a, he was a professor. Okay. One of the Weinsteins was uh, not to be confused. Well, there's the one that Harvey. raped a bunch of people. <laughs> not to be confused with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's the only one that I know. One was a North Carolina professor that that basically got rioted out of his own class and yeah. basically the basis behind it was that they were like the students had made a, uh, a day where no white people could come to class and the professor I believe it was Brett was like this is racist. Yeah. Textbook racism. <laughs> yeah. You basically just said no whites allowed and yeah. he was like and then they basically wouldn't let him talk. They rioted and he and now he's like I think he has a lawsuit with the school. You should. He's gone. He's, he's out now. He, really? He le- yeah. They he fired him for he, that? They didn't fire. I oh. don't think he fired him. He stepped out, and then um. Yeah. But now he has a lawsuit because he's based and and the school. He's like, I'm surprised the school's taking this long to like deal with this shit because if you allow that shit to happen, basically you have no control out of anything, mm-hmm. and and they're allowed to just say get the fuck out. You can overrule your like, professor. A, it's kind of weird. Plague of anti-intellectualism that's around, and I mean, uh, Stephen Harris would love to talk about it. Stephen Harris. Stephen Harris. Sam Harris. You know, I grew up with a kid named Stephen Harris. Who is Stephen? Stephen Harris. Who are you just talking about? Stephen Harris is a kid I grew up with um, and the only fun fact I know about Stephen Harris is that his dad built the house that they grew up in which is pretty cool let's go to what you meant by Stephen Harris not just your childhood friend I meant Sam Harris okay is what I, tried <laughs> I just to wanted say. to clear that up. I tried to say Sam Harris I'll be honest I haven't listened to a lot of Sam Harris at all waking up with Sam Harris is a very cool podcast that's that's my new kind of thing that I'm gonna get into I, I I have he's on my list along with uh, like super mega yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to listen to <laughs> I like how you no, right. and the dick yeah. show like there's dude there's so many that that I, is such a wide that's like i'm too. trying to be wide You're about my range to, you've got super mega you gotta have your fun dude sam harris super mega <laughs> they seem like funny dudes the yeah. dick show i'm super behind yeah and sam harris is like the intellectual kind of not a counter but like someone that's a little bit farther off than joe rogan which mm-hmm. is i like joe rogan it's i like joe rogan. it's not just yeah. he doesn't he doesn't do just political bs I li- when i listen to those types of podcasts like jordan peterson and sam harris and them i i count it as productivity <laughs> in a weird way so like when i because i i work out i like to go to the gym and lift but like I, ha- I get this weird feeling about lifting like somehow lifting weights is not productive enough for me so when when I'm lifting, I need something else that that can make me feel productive while I'm lifting because I feel like when I'm lifting weights, I'm not like working on music and right. I'm not like making money. I'm just wasting my time being healthy or something. But um, so when I'm doing that, sometimes I listen to like these intellectual podcasts because it makes me feel like I'm not wasting all my time. He was on Rogan a long time ago. New Sam Harris? Yeah. Man, I'd love to fucking watch that. I wonder what it would take to get Sam Harris to come record a song with us. I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do anything for the exposure how much money does it take i we have so many like niches now oh my god toast to this the podcast where you record a song with someone that doesn't understand music but they're famous <laughs> i mean we can the do hook. all kinds of shit yeah. like you were talking about super mega they had like wolfheart whatever that kid from uh i don't know who that is he was the kid from it and from stranger things oh, okay. they're like friends okay. with him and they had him on and they just like made some gross food and ate it <laughs> like at least this i, I mean in making gross food and eating it doesn't have anything to do with with super megas i can't imagine how weird that would be what cool first off we'd have to hang out with like an extremely intelligent person yeah that'd be fun and then we'd be like what song maybe he's socially awkward maybe he's not (laughs) (laughs) and it's all come you're like i'll be honest we're just gonna drink a bunch of beer and like record some music dude that'd be so cool and we could like, and and if it turned out to be something that he didn't want to release, then we could just, then we wouldn't. But it, I mean, the <laughs> whole waste of time. It would be, it would be a waste of time. But I would do it. I would hang out with <laughs> Sam Harris for a day, what a waste like, and of just time. like record a song and drink. Would you try to learn something from him? What do you mean? 
Well, if you were so, if you spent a whole day trying to record a, like a song, yeah, or um, whatever, how many hours it takes with someone like Sam Harris, like how would you not? Would you go about the day just like normal, or would you try to learn things from him? I mean, I mean, I don't think I'd have a choice about <laughs> learning. I've already learned things from Sam Harris. This is the time that podcast. I talk to the Dalai Lama. Like yeah. so recording drums is just like that. I'm so separated. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm no, just, I mean, I he's know. yeah. I don't think you have a choice. Like, I think, I mean, I don't know the guy, but I feel like interesting conversations just sort of happen i gotta watch him now when you're sam harris yeah i gotta watch him now he was on that uh did you ever see that minimalist documentary on netflix no do you know what minimal, minimalism minimalism is? yeah yeah minimalism minimalism mammograms medieval times <laughs> medieval times Minimalisms. no i so saw, he was I on saw that. something about downsizing yeah he was on that documentary um and it was weird because i i was watching it and it's like oh wait there's sam harris he just shows up out of nowhere i had no idea it had anything to do with minimalism or anything like that <laughs> okay. it's just like i i got in you know jocko willink oh uh, yeah he's like the navy seal guy yeah he's like a huge advocate for uh jujitsu and all this stuff and so i was looking into jujitsu and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait there's sam harris he does jujitsu it's <laughs> 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 just he just appears he's all over the place man i don't know jocko's diesel he is diesel as fuck diesel. he's crazy he looks crazy. He reminds me of that uh, his podcast is wild too. Henry Rollins. He reminds me of Henry Rollins. He's a, a big bit. fan of Henry Wall- Rollins. <laughs> sure Do you know that? No, he's a huge, he's a big childhood fan of Henry Rollins. What was he? Uh, he's a singer of uh, Black Flag. Black Flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude's a badass. Yeah, he's he should start a podcast, dude. I would listen to that. He's been on Rogan a lot. Yeah, I'm sure he's he been on Rogan like he's four got or five a TED times. talk. He's got all kinds of stuff. He's he, awesome. He's super intelligent. It's funny too because he plays like plays like this super energetic and like brutal sort of like hard ass. Yeah. Yeah. But when he's talking, he's a dork. You know what I mean? No, yeah, he's a, he's a really smart dude. Yeah. And you know what? I bet he would tell you, he would preach about networking because that's how oh. he got in, in Black Flag. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he, oh, he didn't would just he follow him. He would just go to all their shows. And then I guess one day, like the lead singer left and he hopped on stage and sang with them. And they were like, hey, tour with us. <laughs> and then he became, and like, so you have like the pre Henry Rollins Black Flag <laughs> and then the post Henry Rollins Black Flag. And they're like completely different because he changed that band for the better. I don't think black flag would have been what they are no yeah he took him in like a new direction yeah. i remember that i mean i actually remember listening to him on a podcast talking about his uh how he got into it and how and like what he did and like the things that he did to change them and stuff yeah. like that and it wasn't really like it was more opportunistic for him it wasn't like this is my yeah well they were his favorite mind. band yeah like, exactly he, he was just, just he was it. just kind of like living in, yeah. in a ecstasy kind of but there's know, just, videos of him in like the 90s preaching about politics and shit at shows like you like really obvious like backstage footage where you can hear like the angry punk in the background and he's just like preaching about socioeconomic problems wow it's crazy he's he's such a he's a diesel he's man. a diesel man he's a diesel man he's a diesel boy mr diesel mr diesel my uh nickname at work right now yeah it'd be crazy to meet that guy henry rollins i'd be he's, scared yeah i'd be sla- scared slash like extremely intrigued I-, I was about to be like man we should record a song with henry rollins if we got the <laughs> i was like that'd be really easy yeah that, that, <laughs> he would love to but you'd have to record something like you know like an air supply song <laughs> <laughs> we'll do like some hello goodbye yeah something over cute yeah too cute <laughs> play an all-time low song or a yes. justin bieber cover no i mean no guitars all electronic <laughs> <laughs> that's right up his alley just oh, yeah. very perfect in tune shit uh-huh. and we'll we'll record him and just tune the fucking hell out of his voice <laughs> so he that'd sounds be, perfect i can't be. imagine what tuned henry rollins would sound like i want to get back to uh, the social awkwardness of like some people I was just, I just kind of had that thought. We were on it for a long time. Well, the, there's some plenty of people in the world that I, I don't get. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know if it's their upbringing because if it is their upbringing, that means that there's a way to change them. I don't know if that's true necessarily. Are you, you doing, cause when you're, I mean, I, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely the, nurture versus nature. But that would be, so one, one would be if, if you're blaming it on like not being socialized, yeah, then it would be a developmental thing. It is. Correct. Yeah. But that's to say that like why not put them in that sort of social school right now because i you think I mean? later in life when you're not in that so you're doing the old stage, old dog not necessarily because when it's when your brain is literally developing like after you hit 25 your it brain, doesn't mean you can't change i know but it, uh, when you have developed these habits that are so deeply ingrained in your person you know like if you spent the next 20 years of your life like in very social situations i'm sure that you'd be fine but you i don't think you could go to school at that point like go to school for social interaction and come out of it in two years i don't know i 
I have no. You know what? I bet that there's a. I'm actually. Well, the curious. thing about it too is, I think that the people that are in that situation don't necessarily think that they are socially awkward. Yeah. You know? No, that's true. So yeah. why would they think? Oh man, I have to go to socially awkward school. Well, that kind of goes into the argument of like, or or not argument, but just kind of a a thought process of of you don't know what you don't know so like it's okay like it's almost like when you're when you don't get your own potential like it's okay because you're happy where you're at right yeah but the potential is you could make more money or you could make more friends or you could be happier mm-hmm. or you could be living better or whatever you know healthier but you don't know any of that stuff so you're it's it's okay because you're happy you know and why i hate on why try to dismantle the happiness when you know Mm-hmm. But that depends on who's how you're looking at it or who's looking at it or um, I mean, if I, do you trying to open that, someone's eyes. I guess. Because like if you're homeschooled, you're not developmentally challenged. You're not less right. smart, you know? And me, like when I have an awkward situation, I'm like, that was an awkward situation. That sucked. My life would be improved if I had less of those. <laughs> but yeah. if, you, if you live in a constant state of awkward situations, do you think, man, I wish I had less of these or is that just your state of being? I I don't know. I wish that I could have You're some... like, man, I wish talking to other humans wasn't so awkward constantly. <laughs> well, I wish I, it I wasn't mean, like this for everyone. Are you getting into like the Asperger's territory or... No. That, I, I almost I almost want to ask someone that feels that way. I would like to have a conversation with someone that feels like everything I say is... I can think that if I were to call one of my friends that are like that right now, they would not have any fucking idea what I was talking about. They wouldn't be like, that's not my Oh, life. like when you're I'm like, hey, awkward. you know how you're fucking weird? Yeah, that would, that would not go over well. <laughs> Hey, you know how you don't know how to talk to other humans? No, but let's have a conversation. There's got to be people out there that are self-aware of that. I mean, so you're you're talking like cuz I think being self-aware is a very very rare and uh, cuz there's plenty of people that I know that like claim to be self-aware. I mean, it's almost like baiting someone into a yes when you're like are, I'm I am really self-aware. Do you feel that way about yourself? And someone would uh, 9 times out of 10 be like, "Yeah." Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> they would just say it to be like uh, not the odd you know i'm not weird out. yeah but it yeah. doesn't mean that you're not weird you know what i mean yeah. but it, i don't know it's for the most part i think that most people and i learned this from a friend they're most people are asleep if that makes sense no i can agree with they that. they walk around this earth saying yes to shit and no to shit and just and just going about I their day see. and not thinking about the shit on like what's on the other side like what's better than this like how do i get from here to here to here and get better at this and get and get more out of this and get more out of life see i could see here and and i agree with you and i can be like that's me but at the same time i'm like man like i i think about shit more than other people and oh but i think everybody feels that way like i think everybody thinks that they are i don't know i don't think protagonist of their own life you know although i would say i would say based on someone being asked that question Mm -hmm. they would a hundred percent i know not a hundred percent but most most people would say yeah i i have like a handle on my reality but for the i'm just not like internally comfortable with setting myself in the camp that's like i i am aware i'm so woke i know what my life is it's not even like that it's just it's you're able to define it's like me making a joke and then you're someone thinks i'm a dick but you get the joke because you understand the irony there's a big separation it's like he he's not being a dick he's being ironic he's pretending to be a dick Mm -hmm. so now there are multiple layers to this joke so the person that jumps to that conclusion is not aware you know what i mean they don't even know how to tell the difference between somebody like because it's very very i guess minute small social piece like things that you have to pick up little cues yeah little cues where you're like there's because it registered it's not even being a friend like us friends like if we Mm -hmm. if i was someone random you would have well i've seen you talk to people that you've met for the first time and they get it right they get the joke and i'm like and 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 there's plenty of people that i've met in my life that i'm like they don't and i'm like okay i'm categorizing (laughs) those people as like you just don't fucking get it and then the other half is like yeah yeah, they're fine with me like they understand and it's because it, it when you're able to divide even 30 against 70 you know what i mean it, it's not like oh well you're a dick you know i don't care if it gets outweighed i'm these people get the joke it's not about whether someone's wrong or right or whether i'm being a dick or not because 100 i'm not trying to be an asshole making a joke but however the numbers are skewed if it is 70 against 30 i'm just saying 70 70 people out of 100 don't get it yeah like they're not at the same intelligence level as those people and i see and i that's don't even think how it's I have to, ne- do you think it is necessarily an intelligence level 
model or is it like is it they're I, maybe literally it's their, just not smart i think it's there it's not an intelligence level i think it's a social yeah upbringing it comes back to that it goes back to that and it's kind of how like they're the, how they're built and i don't know if i made some sort of case or anything like that because yeah, yeah it's kind of how you're manufactured and developed i think it's more along what you were saying there's a lot of today especially in uh I don't really want to get into this social problem shit, but <laughs> there is like an epidemic of people just choosing to be offended by shit. Well, fuck, fuck the whole offense thing. Like, fuck that. <clears throat> because honest, I'll just divide that into into yeah. your, the bottom. But I don't half. even think that that makes you an idiot. I think it makes you unaware. Um, yeah. It is a real problem when people just make a decision to be offended about things. And that is what it is, is it's a decision. I like you're a, choosing to be ignorant of the fact that people are joking and just be mad about it. I heard a comedian talking about something that was, uh, it was like, he was describing how his set went at a college and he was asked to leave. It, like, it completely, it didn't bomb. It was like the crowd was getting offended and they asked him to leave. They actually asked him to leave state, like leave the stage. They, um, it was an Indian comedian. And, uh, I forgot what it was Columbia University that's what it was I forgot who the comedian was uh, but he basically explained that by the end of it and him asking being uh, some jokes offended people uh, it was like basically a group of like five people were offended and that's why it happened he was kicked off stage by like the people running the show and it and he was like not getting ex any explanation for it then he had to go to another show later and a lot of people followed him to that show and the majority of the people there were saying sorry to him and saying I thought that was BS like whatever but yeah. it was only because this group kind of rallied and like we're like we were offended. And the way he explained it, he was like kind of the social dynamic was one or two people were like extremely offended for in the wrong, like extremely offended at something that's not offensive. Like it's not. There's no like if you break it down, it was actually a very uh, progressive joke that he had made. Uh, if you understood any, that's what I mean. It's like understanding the joke. It's a progressive joke. It's really, it, it was funny too. Um, and it's funny because he actually developed it 10. He's like, I developed this joke in like, he said like something like in the in like 98. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I first made up this joke and it, and it worked then and it should have worked now and it didn't make any sense. Um, then it was like this group, this, this secondary wave of like 10 to 12. 10 to 15 people that were like i don't know if i should be mad or like uh they're offended so i i should be offended you know what i mean like that flex it's like yeah i, I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> so mad. i should just be mad because they're mad and i don't want to yeah. be like you know i don't want to be on the other yeah. side of the fence yeah and then there's like the normal people that like got it yeah. they just straight up got it and they're like what the fuck is going on so, i mean it is like the loud minority <laughs> that's so strange that you can turn people like that and honestly i think almost the worst people are the ones that don't get it and still get offended mm -hmm. how do you get offended out of confusion how do you do that i how do you look at something and be like they're mad i'm mad a follower like what that's that's almost the most back to being asleep that's the most asleep person ever. They're just like yeah. mad. I'm mad. Happy. Laugh. You, you know. Yeah. No, but really, that's no, like. What, mean, are you, what are you? What are you? One year old, and just like, and, and agree with people. That's what I mean. I it's know. it's like a, it's like a dad or, or a mom looking at opinions. Yeah, it's like a dad or a mom looking at their baby that like can't talk and they smile and then the baby smiles. It's like because mm -hmm. he's like a mimic because he doesn't yeah. know anything else. And I'm like, you're you're a fucking baby. You're just a mimic. Because you're watching what these people do and you don't believe in it. You're just like, I'm supposed to be this now. And I'm like, that's really sad. I mean, there's that's like a perpetuated issues in like historically. There's to take it to the most extreme example, the Holocaust <laughs> or Nazis or whatever. Uh, Ellie Wiesel wrote an essay about the dangers of indifference. It was about like this. Who's, Ellie, who's Ellie Wiesel? He's a Holocaust survivor okay. uh, and an author. He actually only died like a couple of years ago, I think. It's pretty sad. But oh, well. uh, he wrote an essay about like a ship full of Holocaust refugees came into New York and uh, they sat in the harbor for like a week and they ended up being turned away um, by the government in New York City and sent back to Europe during wow. the Holocaust. And it was so much of the problem was that people just if it doesn't affect them, they don't care and they just they they won't do anything about it because it doesn't affect them directly. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah, it's about the dangers of indifference. And I think that's like the most extreme example of people being sheep and just sort of adjusting themselves to whatever everyone else is doing. It's so weird because that's like the whole point. What do you mean? Saving them. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's I like mean? why we're there. Why right. we're there is to stop yeah. it. And like, yeah, it's it's strange that that yeah. happened. And it's like, I mean, there was, I I did catch some things uh, just reading a little bit about that. Uh, some of it was like blamed on them thinking that they may have been German spies. Yeah. 
Well, which, which is which dur- but during war, I mean, I can understand that. Yeah, that sure. view. If that's really if that's really the case, I mean, we mm-hmm. may never know. But that's actually really funny that you can tie that in because now we have the Syrian refugees and people are so concerned about them potentially being like Muslim extremists. Well, it's a good excuse, right? Yeah, no, it's a really good excuse. Um, I mean, you can. It's like saying like you know all these Mexicans coming over. Mm-hmm. All, these, <laughs> <laughs> all these Mexican well, spies. I heard they're all rapists. They're all rapists. Complete bullshit, but they are all rapists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw someone showed me a picture. It was a picture of uh, a line where the wall is, where Trump's yeah. wall is, and it was like Trump's blockade for immigration. And it was like a line from like you know the bottom of the U.S. Yeah, blocking off Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was like opportunities from immigration, and it was like a green line going around the other all the, the rest of the United States. <laughs> it was like you're not doing anything. It was so dumb. Yeah. It was so. Funny. I I read a statistic that a vast majority of the Mexican illegal immigrants come over on planes. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's actually really funny. That's interesting. Yeah. I, they I just fly that. in and then stay. <laughs> It's, it's not that hard. Actually, I mean, that's how I got to Canada. You yeah. just go there. Yeah, you were an Ill- illegal immigrant in Canada for, yeah. for a couple I got deported out of Canada, yeah. Yeah, man, you know from The trick was, was not to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, someone told me their grandmother, like a Canadian national, they were like, their grandmother had come over illegally from, technically from the UK, yeah. and had lived her whole life in Canada. And she couldn't straighten out, she couldn't leave Canada, because she was scared at the age of like 80-whatever, she couldn't straighten out her passport or anything like that because she's like, I might get deported. Yeah. And she's and like, if I get deported now, go? yeah, what the yeah. fuck am I going to do? Like, I'm going to get deported to the UK. Like, I don't, everyone's dead. <laughs> like, I don't have any family anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She completely like, you know, had kids in Canada, everything in mm-hmm. Canada. I uh, think, isn't it, isn't there a law that if you, you've been there for so long and you I don't can know establish Canadian. a residency in like, I don't know Canadian law. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, you, well, and you make a certain amount of money a year or whatever. Well, there was a you thing apply. I, I saw, I saw a, uh, was it, there was like a kid's movie about Selena. Do you mean the, the singer that died? Probably a Disney Channel movie. I don't know. No, there's some movie about like, uh, uh, a Hispanic girl that was trying to basically build the years that her father had worked to give to make him a legal citizen of the United States. Yeah, by tracking tracking down every because he was like a conservative sort of denier of like I'll never get citizenship and like mm-hmm. I gotta hide this and work these bullshit jobs. And uh, she was gonna track down everywhere that he had worked, and she basically just had to like prove like five years of working in the United States to just automatically give him citizenship. And it was probably yeah. like the 90s or the, or whatever. I wonder if that's still the case. That you yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's probably changed because I, I know that they've changed things like uh, you can't just have a kid here. Yeah. Because that, that used to get you a green card. That yeah. was like most people's goals is just yeah. run here and have a kid or like get pregnant women over the mm-hmm. border. I mean, that would have yeah. been, that's the easy win, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just have the kid here. And that, that I mean, that makes sense. You know, because mm-hmm. if that's the case, that's just working the system. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know what it is now. I'm, I'd be curious to, to kind of research that, yeah, to see what the differences are, because it was not a very uh, fun deportation from Canada. <laughs> a lot of people were like, yeah, they're so happy and go lucky. It's like now they're, they're yeah. private contractors running the border, and none of them give a fuck about you. I just got X. They're like, here's a number, and uh, you have that many days to leave. Bye. They, they determine de- your fate at the border too. Really? Yeah, they what determine you your fate there. Like right there. Like I got it was I remember it was like New Year's Eve of like 2013. Was it New Year's Eve? And you were like yeah. in the border control office or uh, Yeah, I was at I was at the border yeah. and uh, I was detained for 5 hours. Fuck. And uh they basically go well, they went through my phone. Really? Yeah, they went through my phone. I didn't have a lock on it or anything like that. They just yeah. went, they took it from me and they went through it. And they determined that I had been there illegally for X amount of months and that I had, and then they were just like, you get 20, 23 days to leave or something, something stupid. Yeah. And they kicked me out for two years. So you, no, you can go back now. I've been back. Yeah. I went to Toronto like a couple of years ago. Yeah. But, um, that was 2013. So yeah, you're free now. Right? <laughs> I'm a free man. You're a free man. Free in Canada. You were, annexed. I remember going back in in Toronto. They were like, uh, it was my Canadian friends that picked me up in like Buffalo and drove me up from yeah. there. I flew into Buffalo airport and they drove me up into Toronto and uh, when we all stopped and <laughs> they pulled us over at the border, the border yeah. yeah and they were like can you all come in for a second and it's like yeah sure and um, <laughs> I went in and I was just waiting I was just waiting for them to call me up and it was like can we uh, see Michael for a second and I'm like, here we go <laughs> he's like uh, what happened 
<laughs> I was like, yeah. it was a huge misunderstanding. I was like, honestly, I just blame it on my company. I would have never did anything like that. Yeah. Um. They just they ba- I explained the whole thing. I was like, they basically didn't do anything to make this legal, and I was the guinea pig that you know yeah. I that basically was like, don't do this anymore, and I got the brunt of it. And they were like, that makes sense. <laughs> like it happens all the time. Were those private contractors too? Or yeah, they're, they're all like at the border. Bonafide Canadians. All, they were they were Mounties. They were all in red jackets. Ooh. They were all on horseback in the office. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Horses shitting on the floor while That's I was awesome. like talking to this guy. I was like, what the fuck? Did it smell nice in there? It smelled great. Dude, <laughs> I heard can- Canadian horses shit flowers. That's not true. What? Not true. I think it's true. You're mistaken. You mm-hmm. should go to Canada. I should go to Canada. I almost went and to Canada some once. more shit. I almost, actually from here, it's only like an eight hour drive to Toronto. That's true you're right yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, mean, I thought like, about i almost did it one time my buddy was like hey let's go to toronto and i was like i have to work <laughs> but he drove hey, if to you toronto ever, just like if you ever want to just go i mean I, i'd be let's down. go to toronto i have plenty let's of vlog in toronto i have plenty of friends in toronto to stop and say hi to like plenty and i have a how place, many is plenty at least five okay let's film a vlog in toronto at minimum two in the two toronto to toronto toronto i have two torontos Ooh, i have two on both feet you have two on each foot well not total i mean the other ones are not torontos they're uh, oh Amer- which toes are torontos Amer- i think the big one and the little one they're emeritos so on each i'm foot, done i'm done with this joke. on each foot you have two torontos and three emeritos can we abandon this this is the bit this is the bit that this whole podcast because <laughs> we spent too much time on this podcast <laughs> talking about serious shit so now we have to joke about torontos I you did to this think of, i have to sit through this i gotta sit through this yep you did this so now we have to joke about our fucking toes <laughs> all right how's it yeah no finish the joke that was it yeah i left it open i said you got two torontos on each foot and three emeritos so you fucking take it from there um i have a cast <laughs> i passed you the ball and that's what I you can't said run with that i that's, can't run oh with that my God. i can't run with that that's fucking weird this joke sucks because i started sucks. it and i tried to kill it and then you were like <laughs> no and then you you fucking I, I, I am a yes and kind of guy <laughs> I will take it and I'll expand it and I'll hand it back. Sometimes you got to do a yes, no. And that was a yes. That was a yes. Stop. (laughs) That was a a yes. Fucking stop. Please stop. Please. Now. That was a yes. Daddy. No. You should have like created the idea and been like, no. Yeah. When you when the Toronto's now stop. When I see the sparks flying in your eyes and I'm like, stop. No, 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 no. no. Quit while you're ahead. It was a good joke. It was a good joke. I kind of want to record a song now. You want to do a song tonight? We We should put it on the end of the podcast. Hey, uh, toast to a social social awareness. Is it social awareness or just like not social? Just being just being socialized. Toast to public schools. Toast to public schools. (laughs) Never thought I'd say that. Sorry, homeschooled bitch. Fucking idiots. (laughs) Losers! And here's the song we just recorded. Hey podcast people, this is Mike from the Toast of This Podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We'll be posting extra little funny things over there. And if you want to support the channel in any way, we'd really like it if you could share it with your friends or anyone you think would like this podcast. It'll do us a big favor. We don't want any of your money. Don't ever give us any money. Never give us money. If you're thinking about giving us money, don't give us money. Justin does need money though. Let's be real. You know, on second thought, Justin's, you know, Justin's not doing too well. Anything will help. You know what? Don't give it to him. See you next week. <laughs> See you.